This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. So this is Let's Talk Wellbeing with 3B, the mental wellbeing company. You're actually, I think, just a bit mental today. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with us, but the pair of us are just, yeah. We're not on top form, but you know what, guys? We're still bringing this for you. We are. And to you. And we are still enjoying it. We still love what we do. But... Please just bear with us a little yeah. bit maybe today. Yeah, maybe kind of, you know, we always talk about reserving judgment and kind of, yeah, we really need some kindness and compassion this afternoon. Yes, yes please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, we are going to be talking self-esteem. <laughs> Charles could have been nuts <laughs> with what, everything that's gone on today. But it's not. We're not going to let that. Self-esteem. We're going to be talking about that because this has a huge impact on our mental well-being. How we feel about ourselves, the things that go on within our own minds can really affect us. And the whole point of mental well-being is having that preventative approach to mental health. So if we don't deal with maybe negative self-esteem or low self-esteem, that can start to have an impact. And it's really important for us to knit that in the bud, start to put things in place that raises our self-esteem because that gives us a better mindset that helps our mental well-being so much more. Doesn't it, Sue? Yeah, and I, I've been really sort of thinking about this. It's, it's not a word that I I tend to refer to very much. When I might think about kind of confidence. I might think about, you know, my well-being. I might think about you know, kind of what my mindset. But I suppose, in a way, self-esteem isn't isn't a word that I would kind of, I suppose, necessarily have associated so much with my mental well-being, which seems a little bit strange now. Now, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about it and as I've looked into it. Because I was sort of thinking, well, what what is it? You know, because, I mean, how do we define it? And it seems to me that it's, it's based around, you know, our opinions of ourselves, you know, how we perceive ourselves and, you know, kind of how we, I suppose it's to do with, is it to do with our worth, our value, you know, kind of, but where does it sort of come from? Is it to do with like our beliefs about ourselves? I don't know what, do. does that sort of ring true for you? Yeah, it does. I think it has, it's got sort of links to all of that, mm. definitely links to worth. And our self our self esteem, yeah, how we value ourselves, 
and some people say how we love ourselves and that's in a re- that's in a really positive way yeah <clears throat> so this isn't like oh she loves herself yeah <laughs> this is about, you're full of it yeah, yeah full of yourself you're not full of yourself it's not a a braggy kind of thing it's more about you love yourself you have got boundaries that you put in place that you're looking after yourself yeah. that you're comfortable being your authentic self that kind of thing is loving yourself being kind to other people because you want that back that's the kind of thing that yeah. loving yourself is about and i think it's got i want to say fingers in lots of different pies this self-esteem yeah it is for me it's sort of it's like the tendrils from self-esteem come out and connect with Ooh. so many different things within us that can start to affect us. I really like that. Maybe that's why I've not really kind of thought of it as one thing. Maybe it's because it's sort of an undercurrent. It's like you say, the tendrils, it's 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 a, it's impacting or it's reaching out in lots and lots of different ways. It seems to me from what you were saying there that it relates really closely with our emotional wealth stuff, you know, because you talked there about worth and value because we value ourselves, that's one of our presuppositions. Yeah. And also authenticity, you know, so we're comfortable being our authentic self is another one of our presuppositions. Mm-hmm. So really, if we've got good, strong self-esteem, would you say that we're kind of, we're, we're really kind of in abundance and really working with that emotional wealth within us? Yeah, I think that's a really good way of thinking about it. I love how you've linked it to emotional wealth because that is really important for us. I think it's definitely, it's got ties all the way through that kind Mm. of stuff. Yeah, really. I just hadn't thought about it in that way, really. I don't know why, but I just haven't thought Yeah, I know. Well, I'm the same. I think it's sort of these topics come up and I think we've got our sort of take on it, you know, and this is what we're kind of bringing to people for them to then make their own minds up about things. I think as I I sort of read into self-esteem a little bit, I was sort of thinking, you know, have I got it? You know, (laughs) it's sort of like, do I need it? Mm -hmm. How does it impact on my mental well-being? How do I know? if I'm kind of in a period of low self-esteem or, you know, is it something that we can change? Is it something that we can kind of work on? Because actually if self-esteem is kind of, going back to your tendrils that you were talking about before, then it seems to me that it's it's actually really, really vital. I think it is. I think it really is. Have you done your dictionary? Because you said you were reading up oh. into it. And I'm like, have you done your dictionary definition? No, I didn't do a dictionary no. definition. Shall wow. see if I can, I'll see if I can find one while we're chatting. How about see, that? See, I just, yeah, this is like really unusual. This is the I third know. week in a row you've not done a <laughs> definition of what we're talking about. I would say self-esteem. So if you've got high self-esteem, are you, yeah, I think you're going to be more resilient. Mm. I think you're going to bounce back from things better or, as we say, bounce forward yeah. because you're different whenever that comes up. I think if you've got high self-esteem, you have got more belief in yourself. So that's where it links with our belief. I think you are comfortable in your own skin where it links with our be. And I actually think if you've got high self-esteem, you are regularly taking care of yourself as in self-care and how that fits for you. Mm-hmm. I think you know yourself. And that fits with our breathe. Definitely. So for me, self-esteem fits with with the completely with the three Bs and where that's coming from. I like how you've done that. I think that's for me. That's really easy to get my head around. Maybe more so than you know thinking about the, the, the word self-esteem. I've got the dictionary definition. Other people are screaming at the radio and that the you know <laughs> the, the recording sort of going. It means this. 
<laughs> so one definition is confidence in one's own worth or abilities. And it also talks about self-respect. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? Because that kind of links with what you were saying there about... It seemed to me when you were describing those things about kind of having resilience, being able to bounce forward, you know, taking care of yourself, that is self-respect, isn't it? Because it's kind of like you're treating yourself well, treating yourself in the way that maybe you would extend to others. And, yeah, you've got so you've got respect for yourself. It's not only love... You know, and kind of it's but yeah, like I said, that's that really love, interesting. That love is shown by you putting healthy boundaries in place. Yeah, that's showing respect for yourself. That actually, you're not going to put up with somebody talking to you in that way. Healthy boundaries. Actually, please don't talk to me like that. Mm. I don't deserve that. And so you would deal with that. That you would not go out, rush out, do everything for everybody else and wear yourself into the ground because that's not showing yourself any respect that you have got respect for yourself that you go with like what fits well for you and again one of the emotional wealth it's sort of like you forgive yourself Mm. that's really key yes it relates really well with that doesn't it that you have relationships that serve you so if you anybody around you that kind of relationship where they may be constantly putting you down or have a dig at you you get rid of that that is showing you self-respect. Self-esteem really is hand in hand with self-respect. I love that within the dictionary definition. Because very often the dictionary definition doesn't give us, I know when we and you talk about it, it doesn't really fit what we think of it as. Yeah. And yet actually with this, it very much does. Yeah, it's nice for it to kind of reflect sort of our, what we feel is a kind of a more relevant meaning or something that's resonating. What are you describing there, particularly about boundaries and worth and value? It's reminded me of a conversation I had with somebody not that long ago who'd, it's sort of a friend of mine who'd just gone through a relationship breakup and she'd been treated really badly, actually, in this breakup. And it was, and she sort of said something like, um, you know, oh, well, you know, I know my worth. And she didn't say it in a kind of a, I know my, you know, I'm yeah. all that, you know, like we were saying before, in a braggy kind of way. It was just in a real sense of surety about herself. And I just, and I loved that. I loved that for her. She said, I know my worth. And actually, you know, it's kind of like, I, I you know, I, I'm not going to let that deter me. I'm going to, you know be resilient, I'm going to bounce forward, she's definitely going to bounce forward, she's definitely that kind of person. And I just, yeah, I, 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 what it made me think was, have I ever said that about myself? I know my worth. And I don't think I ever have. I've never, no, it's not to say I have to or I should or any of that. I just sort of thought, have I ever thought about that myself in that way, that mm. I know my value, I know my worth. And I think I'm probably somebody that, um, I would consider myself certainly when I was younger not to have very high self-esteem. I think it's something that I've been working on, yeah. you know, as I've aged. Um, what about you, Claire? Would you sort of find your saying, I know my... I have said it. You have? I, not Wonderful. maybe I know my worth, but I think I've actually said I'm worth more than that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so it, that's that's what it's been for me. A little bit like you, I didn't have high self-esteem at all when I was younger, you know, all through my childhood, everything else, definitely no self-esteem. And it took me being in an abusive relationship 
and coming out of that to realise that I was in that to start off with, but to realise that I'm the one who needed to give myself more respect, yeah, and that I deserved more than that. And again, that's not in a braggy way. It's I deserved more than what I how I got treated in that relationship. Mm. And yeah, so and I've said it coming from that uh, with somebody I was in a brief relationship with who wasn't treating me right and really took me back to that abusive relationship and I just thought I'm worth more than that and I walked away from it, which is really good. That is really good. Yeah, because I was having healthy boundaries in place and all of that kind of thing. And we know that you know people can be in abusive relationships they can be really clever people and really have you know a good job and and know exactly who they are and still end up in these kind of relationships i remember talking to one of our lovely ladies who we interviewed oh yeah one of our first um interviews actually yeah Yeah. i'm just trying to remember her name but yeah i could sort of i could just picture her her. face yeah Yeah. i can see her yeah i can't remember her name but and she'd been in that kind of place and you know an older person like when i'm saying older i don't mean like 20s which is like i was which what when I was in that abusive relationship, but older than that. And you'd think I'd know more. And you can give yourself a really hard time when you go through those kind of things. And other people don't help, especially when they stand in judgment and go, well, I would have got out of that. Oh. And why do you not? Mm. You don't see it when you're in it. It's completely different when you're going yeah. through something. But at least I've started to realise my worth. And I've started to realise that I'm still working on my self-esteem because it can re- it can really impact me, especially what others say to me. That can really impact on me. And I re- remember a guy who I'd really supported through things. He was a friend. I'd really supported him through things. And just the one time I happened to say no, and he said, don't do fair weather friends. And that really knocked me because I know I'm not a fair weather friend. Yeah. Never have been, never will be. If, yeah, if I'm your friend, I will stick up for you as much as I possibly can. I can completely vouch for that. <laughs> I'm very loyal to my friends. So to have him say that to me really knocked me because I really had to go back and go, hang on a minute, this is a boundary that's in place for me. It's got to do with my work. This is really important. It doesn't just impact on me. Obviously, my work impacts on you as well, doesn't yeah. it? So I had to take other people um, into account on that. And I wanted to take you into account on this. So there are things that I had to do, but they they didn't want to know that. It was just the one thing, and then I'm a fair with a friend. And that really impacted on me, to the point I've never got got back in touch with them. Now, they've never tried to apologise. And I probably don't think that they were wrong. They were. I can tell you that, but I'm bound to say that because it was about me. But they didn't even try to think of it from my point of view. And that's the kind of thing that why I think self-esteem links really well with emotional wealth Mm. because it's about leaving relationships that no longer work for you or serve you. So if you've got somebody who's constantly taking and taking and then the one time you actually put something in place, they come back with that kind of thing at you, I don't think that's right. But the fact that that knocked me 
just showed me actually I'm not fully okay with my self-esteem and that there's lots of work that I still need to do because really it shouldn't have done and it I got back I bounced forward you from definitely that. did yeah but it knocked me for a while and to have that is not good it affects your mental well-being so it's better if you can bounce back a lot quicker so there are lots of external forces I think that can really impact on our self-esteem things like the media the song I played I think it was last week and that was all about or I might not have even played it yet I'm not sure but there's a song I was listening to anyway again perimenopausal brain there was a song I was listening to was about believing in that magazines promote low self-esteem because they edit them, you know, there's lots of work goes on to make somebody look really good. And they may already look good, but they make them look perfect virtually. And you've got so many people out there looking at these and trying to aspire to be like that. And you can't because it's not true. It's not reality. You know, we're all going to get wake up with maybe bags under our eyes because we've not slept well, our hair all over the place, not wanting to put makeup on that day. If you're a bloke, not wanting to trim your beard or whatever it happens to be. You know, so, but that shouldn't impact on your self-esteem because it's got nothing to do with the external, for me. It's all to do with internal. What's going on within you? How you think, how you feel, what that is made up of has got tons to do with your self-esteem. I think that this is really interesting. I think firstly, you know, thank you for sharing your your insight there because I think that's a really useful illustration of where, you know, it's kind of like you've you have known your worth and you have put the boundaries in place, and then that's kind of come back to challenge you. But actually, you know, you're probably responding with more self-esteem now than maybe you would have done when you were a lot younger. Mm-hmm. And actually, so, so you are kind of like you've learned from and you're building that up for yourself. But the fact that you've got that awareness that no one, well, actually, you know, maybe next time, mm-hmm. if it happens again with some a different situation or whatever, you'll kind of have worked on it even more. And I think it, it highlights how we're always working at this stuff. So if this something, this is something that's, that's, that's you, you know, and that self-esteem is a thing for you, yeah. then, you know, don't be too hard on yourself with that because it might be that you're kind of, you go back, you go forward, you go back, you know, it's sort of like a bit of a jerky kind of journey. Yeah. Interesting what you were saying there about external forces because I think, yeah, I think you're right to kind of bring it back to, it's about what's going on within you. So I think the belief thing is a really big part of it. You know, if we have what we refer to as limiting beliefs, mm. beliefs that sort of limit our thinking or, you know, it's over. We might have someone, you know, who's really loving towards us, who absolutely adores us, you know, and thinks that we're, you know, and we're everything to them. But if we don't believe that ourselves, mm. then that can be, you know, it can be hard for us to sort of see that in ourselves sometimes, can't it? I do think when you were talking there about sort of external things and you were talking about, you know, the media and expectations, particularly around how we're meant to look, you know, whatever our gender. I think there's also something a little bit like that. This might be a bit controversial, but within the well-being world itself, you know, so there's a lot of 
stuff out there that's kind of books, you know, kind of, and stuff that sort of, the way that it's kind of promoted, I think sometimes makes you feel a bit as though like you're broken and you need to be fixed. Yeah. You know, and I think, and that's really not what we're about at all. And even just that, this kind of idea of well-being, you know, it's a big machine now, you know, there's a lot of people seeking to make a lot of money out of it and... You know, there's like products and lots of sort of methods sort of all claiming to sort of solve the world's problems. You know, and obviously our listeners will know that we're big advocates of like finding your own way and we're just here to kind of facilitate, make suggestions, share our own stories yeah. in the hope that it might, you know, kind of help somebody and to let people know that they're not on their own yeah. as well. Yeah. And I just think that's something to be a little bit aware of because I think if, if you're working on your mental well-being and you're, you're on this journey, it might be that you're coming across methods or approaches or you're reading a particular book. It's actually maybe not, it's not doing it for you because maybe it's, it's actually maybe making you feel worse rather than better. And if that's the case, then you can step away from that. It's not that you're doing it wrong. You know, it may be that that's not the thing that, that's right for you at this time. Am I making sense with what I'm saying? Oh, totally. I re- think that's really important, especially because it's important for us to highlight. You know, there's some brilliant people out there. Absolutely, the yeah. And we've interviewed industry. a lot of them. We have. <laughs> we have. I love the people we've interviewed are very authentic and it is important for them to people to get the most out of them. But, you know, there are a lot of people who you may... What is really people do now within marketing which we've never done because it's just it doesn't fit us what i hate about some of the marketing is oh well you come on this free course and then i'm going to badger you and badger you and badger you and one of the things i got from a free course i went on was basically turning around and saying well if you don't bother doing the next course that you have to pay for then actually you're not putting that worth into yourself i think that's that was where you took me then because I just thought that's really wrong because that isn't about well you've not got that worth that's maybe that you don't have that money you don't have the means or you don't have the time or it could be lots of reasons it's not really what you need at that point in time it doesn't mean you're not going to put something in for yourself it means that doesn't fit for you right now and I think that's really really important that actually again external forces Mm. so somebody's telling you this they chip away at you and I would say if you ever get something like that, to walk away from that really quickly. That is not right for me. That is not right. That's not a true well-being person who has the best intentions no, for people. No, you shouldn't feel pressurised. No. It should be of... that you want to sign up because you want to do those next steps or yes. whatever. But if you don't, whatever you've got from that free is enough and where you are right now, and that is enough. And I think that's really key. I got an email that just said, you might want to delete these. And I was getting them every day and sometimes two a day. And I couldn't deal with it. It was really stressing me out. And I don't like that to the point where I've stopped getting them. I'll unsubscribe from that really quickly because I don't need that. And I think that's really pressure. Whereas, like, maybe once a week is enough. Mm. There's a lot of marketing stuff out there that really doesn't fit well with me because I think it can really impact for people on their well-being but also it can impact on their self-esteem I've been on courses where I've heard other people getting so much more out of it and it's not really done it for me yeah and then I've 
my first reaction is to go, well, what have I done wrong? Why ah, not put enough See, that's this? really interesting. That, that's, this is what we're about. This is what we're talking about here, isn't it? It's kind of like our first, what's your first response to things that would give you a clue, I think, as to kind of where you are on that sort of self-esteem scale. If it's not a word maybe that you've associated with yourself before, that's a really good example. That. So you, that would be your kind of, maybe your first response. That pro- has been. Or that has, really been. has been, yeah, not so much I now. I have done something like that for a bit, but potentially could still be my first response. Yeah, I really like that. I like how you've done that. Yeah, that's your first, in, that's your first sort of like marker of, okay, well maybe... I could do with working a little bit more on my self-esteem. And again, that's not about beating yourself up no. over that. It's just about noticing and going, okay, I've noticed that now. I can do something about that. So you then can put something in place. Big, big advocate of never beat yourself up over stuff that you're not doing because you're not doing it for a reason. Mm. Either you don't know about it yet, it's not the right time for you, you've not figured out what it is that would fit for you. And that's the real key with this. I think that's really useful advice, actually, because I think, you know, we that is something that's very easy to reach for that stick, mm. I think. Particularly if we feel like we've got to be, you know, setting goals, moving forward. I know I've done it myself, you know, we, and we've talked on the show before about, oh, I thought I'd sorted this. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. kind of like, why am I back here feeling these things? And again, I think they are things that can knock not your self-esteem because what we're doing is although we talk a lot about kind of going internal that kind of going internal is is sort of it's not leading you anywhere Mm. isn't it it's sort of like you you can start to spiral or you just you can get very stuck Mm. i think in thinking that it's you and that you're doing something wrong there's no right way to do any of this there's only the way that fits for you Mm. and the only way that you're going to discover that is to just just keep on going just do one thing you know, I'm really finding this conversation quite interesting and useful for me personally, and I really hope other people are as well. Yeah, I think it it seems like self-esteem can impact in so many ways, you know, thinking about that first response, because then that could impact on the way that we then communicate that out, you know, how. so therefore it's going to impact on our relationships, isn't it? It's going to impact on how we behave, you know, in relation to others. It's going to impact on... I don't motivation. So many different things. Yeah. It's it's about like we said, it, it has so much connection with all these other stuff around worth. And it's it's strange because you you started off by saying it's not necessarily a word that you would use. Yeah, it's not something it's not. that comes to your mind to go, Oh, have I got self esteem? But that, again, okay, well, maybe it's not self-esteem for you. Maybe it is self-worth. Maybe Mm. it's, you know, being kind to yourself, whatever you want to phrase it like. But this, the the whole, for me, the whole thing about self-esteem is you're comfy in your own skin. Yeah, I like that. How you behave, who you are, that is what you're comfortable with. Now, when you're uncomfortable what's that about where does that come from is that somebody else having that impact on you and you need to maybe work on that either get rid of that relationship or talk to them more explain things of Mm. what they're saying and how that's impacting on you or going internal and going okay why is this impacting on me what is there something maybe i could do for myself here that will help me to not feel like that anymore so i think there's always things that we can do 
I think we can always work on our self-esteem. I know there's some people out there, I've got some really good friends who, they really do have self-esteem, you know, and it's lovely. But I even know they have little knocks every now and again. I suppose we're all going to in some way because we're all all human. There's a really nice, um, I found a really interesting article about self-esteem on a, I don't know if anybody wants to look this up, but it's, the website is called verywellmind.com. It's really nice, actually. It's really well written, really clear. And it says four key characteristics of healthy self-esteem are a firm understanding of one's skills. So I like that because that's like, and it's talking about skills, so like your skills, your abilities. It's kind yeah. of like what you're capable of. The second one is the ability to maintain healthy relationships with others as a result of having a healthy relationship with oneself. So it's kind of like, it starts with you. Yeah. Number three is realistic and appropriate personal expectations. So that's very much linking with what you were just saying then, Claire, wasn't it? About, you know, kind of where you are and not beating yourself up and kind of what you're expecting of yourself. So realistic and appropriate personal expectations. And then I really like this last one, number four, an understanding of one's needs and the ability to express those needs. And I think that's, I know that's something I struggle with quite a lot and have struggled with in relationships is being able to say what I want and what I need because I'm very much a kind of a, I have got the people pleaser driver, you know, it's in overdrive. And also I am all about, if I'm in a relationship, I'm, I'm very much all about that other person Mm. and actually when I sort of split from my you know long-term kind of relationship with my my marriage ended I made a very conscious decision to be on my own Mm. for a good while because I knew that if I went looking for another relationship I would be all about that other person rather than giving myself time to work on myself I know that sounds a little bit I'm going to work on me that's good <laughs> healthy boundary yeah it's sort of but I love this an understanding of one's needs so first of all if you don't get to know yourself how can you understand what you need you know and we talk a lot about this on the show don't we about taking that time to sort of to know ourselves and to notice I loved what you were saying before about that you know what is this telling me where is this coming from so we're kind of exploring that curiosity questioning these are all topics we've covered before Mm. but the ability to express those needs so being able to kind of frame that and sort of express that to the people around us in a way that's assertive way that win-win yeah some useful stuff in there I think I think that's really lovely. I like that. So what was that article again? So this is just an article on self-esteem and it's on a website called, which I've never come across before, it's called verywellmind.com. I like that, verywellmind. I quite like that. There's also a little section on it that talks about some of the theories of self-esteem, the factors that might be impacting on your self-esteem. And, you know, like there's a nice little bit here that sort of says, you know, if you've got healthy self-esteem, then you sort of do these behaviours. So um, I could share those if you like, just as a quick kind of run through. So it says that you avoid dwelling on past negative experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you believe that you are equal to everyone else, no better, no worse. Yeah. You express your needs, something we were just talking about there. You feel confident. So there's something about kind of how you're feeling inside. You've got that more kind of positive outlook on life. Now, we've talked about positivity before. Mm. 
we don't want the kind of toxic sort of you know sticking plaster positivity it's the you kind of maybe more inclined to kind of look for the good things you maybe do your gratitudes or your glads you know that kind of thing this relates to what we were just talking about say no when you want to so you're bounded i like this last one you see your overall strengths and weaknesses and accept them that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. Accepting, Accepting them. them. Accepting them. Acceptance, sort of generally. So, yeah, it's quite, some quite useful stuff, sort of, on that Really part. useful stuff. It's really lovely because I've been able to go no to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oops, no, don't do that. But then I've been able to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but then that last one, I, sometimes yes, sometimes uh, no. Yeah. Sometimes I accept, other times I beat myself up mm. over it. But actually, that really helps me to go, okay, well, there's two different areas there that I can really work on to maybe start to build that really well for me. This really links with what I chose for my song for this week. Because my song is Sometimes by James. It's my favourite song of James. James. Now, what this song says to me, no idea what they think it's about. <laughs> but what would they know? Because they're singing it to me. They're singing it for you, They're singing Claire, it for me, to, to me. So it's about <laughs> what it means for me. And what it means for me, that there's this, there's this storm that goes on. And this, like, monsoon, this storm that's outside, that's cracking and thundering, that is my external things. This thunder and cracking is going on and it can impact on me because I'm listening to it. And instead what I need is I need to look into my eyes and see my soul. I need to see who I really am. More so when there's this storm going on outside is more when I need to go internal and see my actual soul. Just, it's lovely. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely lovely. But it just, it makes me go, that's where we need to look. Mm. We need to go into ourselves, seeing our soul. What are we all about? And then that's where it comes from. And I think that's the start for me, for your self-esteem. I really like that. I think that's a really nice message. It actually links really well with my song. I don't know if we could do a songs back to back. Are we allowed oh. to do that? Are we allowed? Are we allowed to do that? We make the rules. <laughs> it's up to us. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because it, it does really fit, actually. Um, my song is by an artist called Joan as Policewoman. Now, I can tell by the way you're looking at me, Claire, that you've never heard of her before. Oh, I listen to her all the time. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> Um, she's just an amazing she's an amazing artist and she just she's got a really brilliant voice she's just a, she's just a bit different I'm a big kind of like um follower of um I, I listen to a lot of stuff on six music and um I think Mark Riley who broadcast in the evening is a big kind of Jonas policewoman fan and I think this is maybe where I've picked it up from it's not that I'm a great muso or anything like that. I wouldn't claim to be. Um, but I love this song because it's called The Magic. And it's from an album called The Deep Field. And it's just, when if you listen to some of the lyrics and you just kind of, it's for me, that's, that's what we're after. We're after kind of accessing that magic. If we access that magic, which we've all got within ourselves, then... We can boost our self-esteem. Then we can discover our self-esteem because it's all there. 
that's the thing, isn't it? That's the it thing is. with all of this stuff to do with our well-being and our mental well-being mm. particularly. We're all, we're all born with this already. Yeah. I think it's just the way that, you know, things happen to us, you know, whatever goes on in our life, you know, our early life or whatever, you know, it's all kind of maybe how we're more wired. Some of us are more highly sensitive than others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of sometimes it gets knocked and it gets kind of taken out of us or we, we put it somewhere where we can't find it. And I think the magic is where it's at. So let's have a let's listen. Let's listen to that. Jonas, police woman. Ooh. I like <laughs> quite like that. I quite like that. She's the, quite funky. Yeah, she is funky. Yeah, I really like the tune, the, 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 the way that sounded. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. No, there's quite a lot of synths and stuff. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. She's, it's a bit quirky. It's a bit different. I know you do like quirky. I do like quirky. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> So, self-esteem is really important for our mental well-being. Yeah. So, you might not call it self-esteem. It's like self-worth, love. What are the other things? Confidence. Confidence. So, like, kind of some kind of confidence in yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. I think value. Yeah. That's all in there, it's isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's this thing about kind of what do we believe about ourselves really deep down? Mm. What do we know to be true? And maybe if you're kind of wanting to work on your self-esteem, that's, you know, if we've got uh, uh, the list that we sort of went through before mm-hmm. and then I liked how you were kind of going, yes, no, maybe sometimes, maybe stuff like that's a, a useful, mm. you know, a useful kind of checkpoint for people, but not to do it in a sort of a beat yourself up kind of way. You know, it's not a test. It's not an assessment. It's a starting point, a reference point. That's all. Yeah. I think it's maybe kind of going back to something we say every single week, which is about noticing Mm -hmm. and just kind of noticing what's your first response when something happens, you know, like when we were describing before and kind of is it, ooh, kind of how am I viewing myself there? Am I viewing myself equal to others? You know, because we often do that, I think, don't we? We sort of do a kind of a hierarchy or we defer more Mm -hmm. to other people and... You know, if this is you, then maybe that's tied up in how you see yourself. That's tied up in your self-esteem. I think the good news about it all is that this is something we can work at and this is something, like we were saying before, that we can access. It's it's there already within ourselves. But I think it's like a lot of things to do with our mental well-being. It's finding sort of things that we can do on a daily basis to kind of build ourselves up and to notice and and to remember. So we're thinking about things associated with our worth. So going back to that article, it was saying like the first thing is that you know what your kind of your skills are, you know what your abilities are, you know what you're capable of. Mm. And like a really good kind of technique that we use a lot in coaching with people, you know, if they're struggling with something, it's kind of getting them to remember a time when, you know, they were able to do something. Or if they haven't got that, maybe to imagine themselves Mm. doing it. Yeah. So they're kind of all techniques that you can kind of borrow and use and adapt to sort of help yourself along. I think at the end of the day, it's about you and only you are going to know really, you know, kind of how you really see yourself. And Mm -hmm. if what you find is that maybe you don't have high self-esteem or you don't feel like you've got a lot of worth, that could be a bit difficult to Mm realise or to sit with because maybe you're aware of it. Yeah. I think certainly for me, I think that was something that I didn't really, I don't think I really realised that about myself. Mm. And it, it can be quite a hard 
thing to sort of realise about yourself because you yeah. sort of because then you might be inclined to go, oh, I'm rubbish. I'm doing it all wrong, doing life wrong. Yeah, but you're not. <laughs> but you're not. And that and that's really important. That actually, most of the stuff that's really good for us, as in that helps us, can be really difficult because we've yeah. got to think about how maybe we are right now and if that isn't in a good place or we don't have good self-esteem maybe we have low self-esteem yeah that can impact on us but it's about going okay well now I know that I can start to change that yeah and it's we're not beating ourselves up this is not something to have a go at yourself over it's not something to beat yourself up over or feel bad about it's about it's that noticing without judgment mm okay, maybe my self-esteem is not great right now. Okay, what is one little thing that I could start to do? And, you know, I can put that in place and I can just start to build it because it's not going to go from zero to 100 overnight, is it? No, it's not. You're in training with it. You are in training. And it's like when you were reading those out it's like no I'm not good at that yeah I'm good at that and I'm good at that and mm, sometimes yes and sometimes no so it's like okay well then I know and that's all it's about I am no I'm curious about that I wonder why that is where's that coming from as soon as you start asking yourself these questions things may come to you about how you can build that up but put healthy boundaries in place that's really important Healthy boundaries, be kind to yourself. That's key with this. Notice yourself talk. Yeah. I think that's kind of wrapped up in it as well. You know, are you talking to yourself kindly? Are you talking to yourself in the way that you'd talk to your best friend? Yeah. Because you should be. Yeah. I'm using the should in a very kind of positive, affirmative (laughs) way there. So I'm, I'm hoping it's okay. Yeah. And it's like, just take one step at a time. Just take that little step see where you go from there and you can build that up because actually that'll be really good for you it will enable you to feel better about yourself link it to your three b's because being you who you really are it's essential in this world it's really important that you are who you are believe in yourself you can do this you can build this up you've got this and the way you do that is just by breathing by taking some time to pause and understand, okay, well, what what can I do? Where can I go from here? So thank you for listening. Thank you for lending us your ears. This is Let's Talk Wellbeing. See you soon. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR. 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.